Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, Marvel fans, what do Modoc, Howard the Duck, Hit Monkey, Tigra and Dazzler all have in common? They're all getting television series. That's not a joke. That's a real thing that's happening in the world. We'll talk about that, including who is going to be producing those shows, some new Captain Marvel stuff that came out, some potential Wolverine casting rumors, all that and more on today's Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Hey, good afternoon to you, our merry Marvelites. How's everyone doing today? Hey, really excited. I'm more excited. Lies. It's not a competition. Lies. I win. <laughs> um, hey, guys, welcome. We are coming to you live from the uh, Agents of Modoc mobile base yes. this week. Um, I guess we could have been coming from another dimension. Uh, a dimension different from this one. I forget exactly how the Howard the Duck. Oh, it, it's a, a, a trapped in a world he never made. That's so what yes, it was. If yeah. We're coming right, to we're you coming live to... from a world we never made. <laughs> um, this is the Marvel movie news, uh, bringing to you all of the latest headlines from Mar- from the world of Marvel. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, or just Twitter at Marvel News PTN or. Uh, or the follow the network popcorn talk at the popcorn talk. Subscribe to us wherever you happen to be listening to us. Hit those likes, those thumbs up, those subscribe buttons. All that's important. I'm Zach Wilson. Zia Anderson's back with us. Yay! Christian Blatt's here. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Oh, we've got some fun stuff to talk about. And uh, it is actually somewhat of a, like other than like the one major story, which we're gonna talk about, like the the big Hulu deal that just came through. Uh, we actually have some uh, some time at the end of the show. And I want to make sure, uh, and this is going to be a regular, like we're going to be doing this a lot more often, to get your questions uh, from you guys who are joining us live in the chat or on Twitter. So send us your questions now. You can tweet them uh, to us at Marvel News PTN or just put them in the chat and Christian uh, will be pulling them throughout the show. And then at the end of the show, we're going to be talking about what you guys want to know or what you have uh, questions about in the Marvel Universe, which I imagine might come down to who in the hell is Hit Monkey? <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about all that stuff at the towards the end of the show. But let's dive in today to the show. Um, without not without forgetting to thank our engineer Ma Rissa. Ah uh, yes, in the chat. Oh, thought, uh, hello, everybody. Marissa. And uh, Colt Bonneau, who's tweeting for us uh, from the Star Jammer. Thank you, Colt. Let's talk about Captain Marvel, you guys. Um, this is uh there's two there's two quick stories first let's talk about that this was like a almost like a non-story yeah but it was interesting enough um to bring up this week uh brie larson and kevin feige both agreed that they didn't ever think about bringing the quote-unquote bathing suit costume 
to the screen, which, Marissa, if you want to throw that up on the screen, I pulled one image of it. And this is a conservative angle of this costume, hey, I will look, say. I think that she would get a lot more freedom of, of uh, range of motion and movement and, like, freedom to kick some butt in that costume. That's the, So we're looking at the Miss Marvel. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, that costume is great. The one that they never should have ever considered is the one where you see her belly button. If uh, if I, I if we can get the uh, Ms. Marvel number one from the seventies, that one oh, should see, never I be just, on like, film. I went for the. Cons- I didn't even want to necessarily put <laughs> oh, that one on. I, I'm sorry. I think for our viewers on YouTube, they need to really understand what should not be put into a movie because this one, yeah, it, it's a one piece bathing suit, but that's essentially a bikini. Yeah. You know the one that I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I uh, I, I I'm just disappointed because Fair of enough. how much I love slash hate this costume. Because if you right, read Ms. Marvel getting, number one, it's getting pulled up. If you yeah, if you read Ms. Marvel number one, you're like, wait, this is supposed to be like an empowered uh, independent woman. But, hey, uh, you can be an empowered independent woman and show as much skin as you want. Thank yeah, but you. if you read the if you read her dialogue, you'll be <laughs> like, not what so is much. this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think the fact that they're going Captain Marvel and not Ms. Marvel is, is great because this is basically like, what if we took Captain Marvel's costume? And um, put it on a lady so that we could see her belly button. Yeah, uh. it's sort of like they they she lost the bottom half in battle and then was like, <laughs> eh, I'll go with this now. Um, yeah, but so that won't be appearing. I if there was a reason ever for her to like, I, I would love to see a a Jessica Jones style jewel moment. Where we see the costume, like, but not see the costume. Like she shows it, and she's like, "Uh, uh-uh. yeah." Or, or like, <laughs> like down. if How... there, was, like, if there was a, a an inappropriately gratuitous volleyball scene, yeah, and she's in the lightning, right? Like, ball. like <laughs> how we saw Luke Cage in the seventies Luke Cage outfit for like a second. I feel yeah. like I need to clarify that was a Top Gun joke. Oh yeah, not like me asking for something like horrifying in a movie. <laughs> It was, about there was female a empowerment. I get it. Specific Tom Cruise reference. <laughs> Val Kilmer, sweaty for no reason. <laughs> Shortlist and sweaty. Watch Top Gun. Uh, uh, more Captain Marvel stuff. This one was super fun. I didn't even pull an image because you need to see it for yourself yeah. to believe it. Um, go to... <laughs> And like, I just want you all to experience this. If you haven't already, go to marvel.com slash Captain Marvel. And if you were... On the internet in the 90s, um, which somebody was like, that wasn't that long ago. I'm like, dude, there are people who were definitely not on the internet in the 90s that yeah. are adults. Yeah. Adults were not even alive in the 90s. It bothers me. Anyway. It's crazy. No, you're right. It's insane. You get on my lawn, kids. Um, <laughs> but go to, go to marvel.com slash Captain Marvel, and it is a beautiful 90s treasure trove of, of Angel Fire and GeoCities. So much nostalgia uh. on one page. I played the game. I did not do well. Yeah, I, I think I got. I think I got like. I think I only got like two wrong. Even oh, though there's nice. literally zero you have to go on. It's a pure my, chance. My favorite. There's so many things to isolate on the, this image, but my favorite thing is the hit counter because yes. every website used to let you know like you're the six thousandth person that's been there. Yeah. No, I I noticed that too. It was it was beautiful. Um, and the, yeah, there's a little game where you can play scrolls or human. Um, guest book, which was immediately filled. Oh, so it's so good. Check it out. Um, all right, keep going through the news. Um, Eternals uh, is set to start filming in August, which is crazy 
to think about. The Eternals. That's something... The Eternals movie <laughs> yeah. is going to be filming this year. <laughs> That's something I'm not super familiar with. So I did a little bit of research and it sounds really interesting. I'm excited now. If you haven't yet, uh, we, we talked about it. This was, this was uh, when it was me and Amy. But we talked about the Eternals. And like I would highly recommend if you want to get like a quick like, oh, who are they? Like I want to real Neil, Neil Gaiman's run. Okay. On the Eternals. It's like it introduces it's not like the first thing, but it introduces you enough to like what's going on because there's like there's a there's a memory wipe thing. It's probably going to be used I like this is the general consensus it probably will end up being like the basis for the movie mm-hmm. because it is so easy to jump into and it like doesn't ignore the past of the characters but also doesn't need you to have all that information. So it's perfect to kind of base the first movie on. Yeah, but that these are like awesome. immortal beings who have been on earth forever and like they are connected to one of the um uh the uh the giant guys the, the century the, uh, the no ah oh i'm so mad at myself i know I, Chris, <laughs> you and i like talked about this like a month guys, ago and i knew what they were how did we both yeah blank on the same hey, word i'm 43 that's my excuse you're so- <laughs> <laughs> um it, it it's the 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 head of a uh, uh, celestial. 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 Okay. I got it. I you got there it. eventually, yeah. guys. Um, the celestials are the internals are like soldiers of the celestials, and they're like sort of their own I mean, for race, of... right? That was yes. That um, I guess evolved alongside of humans. Uh, yeah, they're separate. Like okay. they were, they were created by the celestials. That's that's the thing. So like, um, they they look human. They they sound human. Like they interact with. They live amongst humans, but they're not human they all they all have powers Um, it's it's another set of of beings with a with each one has like their own specific superpower it was just look in the era of like early comics it was just like all right well here's a new super team and here's the slightly different origin story that we've come up with uh it's in humans it's x-men it's eternals it's like any any other group you want to put in there but Eternals is getting a movie. So we'll see it, whether we get some of them referenced in... Uh, there's rumors that we, we might see them in Endgame. Um, the original rumors are that we were going to see, see them at the end of Guardians Volume 3, but now that's on the shelf, so it's not going to happen there. So whether we get them somewhere, maybe it's the end of Doctor Strange to tease into Eternals. But, Doctor, but if this is true, it sounds like they'll be filming before Doctor Strange. That would make sense. Which would imply a release because Doctor Strange has hired a director and a writer, but they haven't announced filming yet. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't actually don't. I was just trying to think of like I don't know where they are on on the you know I mean, we used to know what the slate was like for the next like couple years here. The well, no one knows. Shooting, yeah. I, I people. I I think there are people like in Marvel and is like who just don't know. Like it, this is like Kevin Feige is like the one who knows what like other than Spider Man. Because that's Sony, and Sony doesn't like to play nice. Yeah. Um, we don't know what any of the other movies officially are, or when they're coming, or what order they're coming in. Like we know, we know. Obviously, they're they're making a Doctor Strange too. They had to hire people. They're making the Eternals, although that's not connected, so that's fine. Uh, they're making. They're going to make a Black Panther too, but we don't know any of the details because, like, or when that's going to happen. For all we know, it could be ready to go. 
they've already done it and they've just been sitting on it this entire well, time. Well, it could just be like where it's at script phase and they're just waiting to start yeah. filming. But, but there could be shooting scripts for like five movies, you know, yeah. that, that might go through a little bit of retooling with they, the director. They, but yeah, they could be that far along. I mean, they so might even, they probably have directors going, like prepping, like. Story, maybe even storyboarding, but just very quietly in dark rooms where, like, you have to have three keys to get out of them. <laughs> Your phones are blocked by the walls, you know, all that stuff. So That's how I picture <laughs> the inside of Marvel right now You're until until right. Endgame airs uh, or reaches theaters. Um, all right, let's keep going through because we could speculate about Marvel secrecy all day. Um, uh, over on the Fox side. With uh, Dark Phoenix news, Olivia Munn uh, confirms that Psylocke will not be in Dark Phoenix. Yes. Um, And she hints that they were thinking they were at least going to do a second movie. Yeah. She got in trouble for alluding to the fact that like, well, you know, I'm not in this one because I was busy. And she alluded to the fact that like she would be in the next one. But she got uh, sent a letter. Is that what it was? Yes. I I think that's what she said. Yeah. (laughs) Just strongly. Dear madam, we would appreciate you not giving away our uh, our, our timeline for our films. It's fine. That movie's never going to happen anyway. The second one? The second one. Uh, I think that we would have to get so surprised by the box office on the first one, yeah. but they also probably aren't planning on a second. Honestly, one. unless it was a unless it was a one and a half billion dollar movie somehow, yeah. and it was critically acclaimed, I think that 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 X Men franchise is dead in the water post yeah. Disney deal, and there's still stuff holding that deal up entirely. Yeah, um, I think Brazil is holding it up right now. Wow. There's some regulatory stuff in Brazil. Because these are worldwide companies. Sure, right. yeah. So every country has to approve it according to their, like... Guidelines. Their guidelines and their, tra- their trade deals. Um, it, because effectively, this in certain markets, this could end up being a, a, like a, a an entertainment monopoly in a lot of ways. I mean, some would say that we live in one of those markets where it would be an entertainment monopoly. Yes. You know? I mean, so. there are still other companies that are that are close to as sure. big, but this is a major homogenization yeah. of all of those companies. But Let me throw in but, a quick comment from Gamer Girl. Good. Yeah. Psylocke wasn't that great. <laughs> well, we uh, but I like Olivia Munn. That. That's the part I do that's disappointing. Like yeah. like, and that movie just didn't do, didn't let her do much. Yeah, I, I like that character. I do like Olivia Munn, and uh, I was kind of hoping, like, all right, maybe we'll get her in another movie, and they'll, you know, use her right. So yeah, yeah. Um, but that's really it for movie news this week. There's not a ton. Like we could talk about like really minutiae stuff, but I figured it would be more fun to spend time talking about that crazy Hulu deal. So we're gonna go real quick and just get <laughs> right into Marvel TV time. Marvel movie news. We're talking TV time. Okay, um, this is the big story of the week. Hulu has made a deal with Disney for four animated series that will be coming to the networks, plus a fifth one as a special team up of all of those. Here are the names of the series that we're getting. Howard the Duck. Yes! Which will be (laughs) written by Kevin Smith. (gasps) 
I can't imagine anything more perfect. As in, that, as in, way. Clerks, ah! Mallrats, Jay and Silent Bob, yeah. Kevin Smith. That's exciting. We'll be doing Howard the Duck, and, and a guy who's written a lot of comics in his own right. I mean, he's written Daredevil series, he's written Batman. You know, he's not just a fan; he's somebody who's actually you know played with these characters, not on the screen before, but that'll be great. Yeah, number two on that list, Modok. And yes, Marissa, that is Modoc. Everybody knows Modoc. How could you even ask? I just feel with no, Modoc, I, I feel I'm, the need to clarify. No, I'm completely uh, kidding. Modoc. He was actually in the the Iron Man uh, cartoon series. I think back in the 90s. Right? He's been in a lot of the animated yeah. shows has, in yeah. different ways. But so Modoc, which will be written by and voiced by Patton Oswalt. Amazing. Yes. What is this world? So perfect. Um, <laughs> then we have, uh, then the title of this one is something that we're going to talk about specifically. The title is Marvel's Dazzler and Tigra Show. Yes. The whole, that, the, that's the, the, the title on, according to Hulu. Uh, Dazzler of the X-Men and Tigra, uh, who was an Avenger at one point. An Avenger, like, a West Coast Avenger. Yeah. Uh, yeah she's, uh, she's gotten around. Yeah. Um, their that their show is together, and that's going to be written by Chelsea Handler. Oh no way! Yeah, this that's is awesome. the craziest lineup of people ever. Yeah, like what's happening? Um, and then the fourth one, and we're going to go back through all these. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've, got, I just, I've got little annotations for two of those shows. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Um, I was just letting you give the big overview, and I'm not going to pretend I know anything about this one. This oh, this one is the a fourth surprise. one. I have to look this up. Is yeah. yeah. Hit monkey, <laughs> hit monkey. Let me say that again. Hit monkey is getting his own television series. Finally, um, <laughs> this is a crazy character, uh, and I I actually don't know who because it wasn't a big name, like a huge name, the same way that the other ones were. Who will be running Hit Monkey? But who, uh, uh, Christian? Did you get catch that who? one? I don't have. I'm actually trying to get the names of everybody uh, lined up for when we uh, go back around. But uh, uh, Josh Gordon and Will Speck. Okay. Um, uh, who? Oh, they. So they've done like some bigger name things. You you may not like know them offhand, but uh, they did Blades of Glory, uh, oh Office God, Christmas of Party. Um. As they were the directors, but they'll be writing and executive producing Hit Monkey. What is this world? Um, all right, so let's go through these. Uh, let's start right back at the top with Howard the Duck. I know, Christian, you're so excited about this. You were the first person I thought of when I read that. I was like, oh, Christian's <laughs> going to be so excited. Thank you. I think. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was very excited about this because, uh, and I think, I don't even know if Zach and I talked about it on a show or just conversationally. When we saw Howard the Duck in Guardians, I was just like, it's all I needed. I just, I just need him to get his due because it's a character that uh, obviously didn't get his due. Uh, you I think, mean they didn't in the 1986 movie? <laughs> no. Uh, by the way, it was considered the worst movie made at that. It wasn't even close. I mean, Ishtar was made the next year, just for an example. But uh, Leah Thompson is adorable in it. And She's great in I think I don't know. I think it's, uh, it's okay. Let's put it that way. For an 80s action sci-fi movie, they are way worse. Uh, and I do love that character, though. Fair point. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Um, Howard, so Howard the Duck, yes. uh, for those who may not be familiar with his like backstory, comes from another universe where it's like all 
all ducks. animal creatures. Is it all ducks? I, it's, I it think it's all. I thought it was all animal, but or am I? Am I? I actually, now that I say that, no, it no, is. It's called Duck World. It's all ducks. It is Duck World. But I'm confused. I'm I'm blending his world with Spider Hams. Yes, Spider Hams is not all pigs. Different reality. Wow. By the way, I I don't want to derail us too much, but Howard the Duck Spider Ham movie. Yes, please. That would be really fun, actually. So Howard the Duck comes over here and he becomes a private detective. Of course um, he does. Yeah, I I really love the recent Chip Zdarsky run that they did, um, where he like has an office like next to She Hulk, and he's just solving like various like superhero crimes. He gets like a side a reluctant like partner slash like sidekick, this young woman who's just like helping him out on on like. Crimes. Is that the one where she's sometimes his girlfriend and sometimes not, or is that a different? Iteration? This is a different person that okay. I'm talking about. Got it. Um, but. Yeah, so, like, and Howard the Duck is a dirty character, too. Like, that's the thing. It's, like, it looks like it would be, like, oh, this... Uh, oh, we should say that. These are all being labeled as adult animated shows. Right. These are not for kids. <laughs> These are all going to be animated shows for adults. Now, I'm sure just them being animated, they're not going to go to... I don't know. Actually, I say that. But with this lineup of creators... So, Kevin Smith... Yeah. Oh, running yeah. Howard the Duck show. Like Kevin Smith, I think, has shown that he is capable of doing stuff for a younger audience. Yeah, I mean, he did a TV series of Clerks that was for the ABC network. So that was not was... for children. I watched that as a child. That like, but he he can definitely you know veer a little cleaner. Is my point. You know what I mean? It's it's it, it, it it's possible. But, but he uh, works so well not I, being. I'm talking PG thirteen by the but way. But what I mean it doesn't is that, have like, to be R rated. He direct. He also is a regular director for the CW uh, superhero shows. He does shows. the Flash. And, so like yeah. he doesn't oh, yeah, have to go all dirty, but. He is great when he gets into like that weird stuff about like about sex and about growing up and like just about like interactions between like people and how weird it gets. So with Howard the Duck as a character, I hope that he goes back to those like clerks, mall rats influences and gives us like that adult Howard the Duck. Yeah, I, I mean that's definitely my preference. That that's how I like the character, and that's how I want to see him used. Uh, and yeah, I mean because of like for, a Howard the Duck that drinks. Yeah, for Kevin, an alcoholic Howard the Duck that's swearing and drinking. Yeah, for yeah, like but it. that's the character. That's the thing. Like yeah, the perfect. I wonder if we'll get Seth Green. I mean, for the he, he's uh, proven that he is uh, excellent at doing animated voices uh, for, you know, only like 20 years. So, yeah, I would hope that uh, he'd at least be interested. You know, uh, it, this show might not be able to afford to pay him at this point in his career. Yeah. But. I mean, Hulu and Disney. So here's the other thing. Like, as we like go through these, I'm going to have a bunch of tangents. But like this says a bunch of things to me that like. I think everyone should consider because everyone's freaking out about Disney plus right now and like, Oh, everything's going to be on Disney plus like, and Disney plus is PG 13. So we're never going to get the adult side of this stuff right here. This is Disney showing us that we are going to get the adult versions of these properties. Which is great because they own, what, 60% of Hulu right now? They will post post the post the, Fox the, merger. It. They will own 60% of Hulu. And I think that, and like this is what we've talked about, that Hulu is going to become the place where mm-hmm. Marvel's adult content is going to wind up. Be- or just any of the Disney adult content is yeah. going to wind up because it's a, it's just, it's not in their, their safe zone, which is what Disney Plus is going to be. Right. But it's still their territory. Well, and I think 
and you're probably going to get to this later, so I won't go like, too much into it. But they're also uh, Hulu is even saying that they're open to bringing back shows. The yes. Netflix, yeah, that is on our rundown. Okay, but so yes, the, gonna... so there is, and we'll talk more about that. But there is like Hulu at least is interested, which, is which makes sense because yeah. they're like, hey, Dad, we'll totally use your other toys. If you're not you're still using them, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, like cousin Netflix is done playing with those toys. Can we like? Can we have them, Dad? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a three year old and a one year old. If the one year old goes for something, even if the three year old hasn't touched it in months, all of a sudden it's like, no, 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 I, I, I still need this. So I'll, yeah, so if there's interest in these things, all of a sudden it'd be like. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna think about this. Yeah, not yet. Not this yet. Is what we're, we're ne- saying that all this. of a sudden Netflix is like, actually, we <laughs> haven't canceled the Punisher and or Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones. just yeah. yet. That's so. true. They haven't. <laughs> um, that like, there's no news there, but like, they haven't canceled it. Anyway, yeah, back to these Hulu shows. Yes. Um, so yeah, Howard the Duck looks like a lot of fun. Moda. Wait, can we? Let me just throw in yeah. uh, David Willis, who co-created Aqua Teen Hunger Force, is also doing Howard the Love Duck. Love Aqua Teen so Hunger Force. So if there was ever, you know, I mean, it's not like I don't know. It's I guess the only thing that could be better is maybe Dan Harmon. But it, I'm so excited that these two are going to work together on this this product, this project. Yeah, but if it's Dan Harmon, you're going to have two years between seasons, yeah, yeah, like while true. he's doing Rick and Morty. Oof, that's absolutely um, true. Which, like, <laughs> I, I have no problem with. Like, I'd rather get have to wait for quality. Um, but this this is good because then, like, putting Kevin Smith with a, with a seasoned animation guy, yeah, um, and not just like, oh, I did C- Clerks the cartoon and Jay and Silent Bob's groovy cartoon movie. <laughs> I, I did see that. I forgot about it. Yeah. Um, but so keep going through these things. Yes, um, Modoc is going to be written and produced uh, by Jordan Bloom um, and Patton Oswalt. Jordan Bloom has done uh, Community and some of American Dad. Um, yes, and I will let you know right here. Uh, he would definitely be interested in coming on this show at some point because uh, he's a friend of a friend. All right, oh. we'll, 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 yeah. we'll My God. stay yeah. tuned for yeah. that. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Um, but so, Modoc, if you're not as familiar with Modoc, giant head, tiny little arms and legs, you know, rocker powered chair, rocket powered chair, um, the experiment that became the leader of AIM, the advanced idea mechanics. And just the craziest looking character in probably all of Marvel. And I actually the, remember him from the cartoons. And I think if you kid, saw him as a kid, then yeah, yeah, no, he scared me. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, the mechanized organism designed only for killing. Yes, that's Modok. Doesn't the K stand for different things? And well, different... it's like Shield stands for different things at different time in right. its history. So, so it's yeah, constantly... I think that they might have. Yeah, so they probably for kids changed the K to catering or something. Catering. They they have done that for yeah. kids things. I don't know specifically for catering. No, I, I hope not. Um, but I think they've done like uh, computing or something <laughs> like carpentry. <laughs> Let us know in the chat what you think the K should stand for in Modoc. But this is for adults. So yes. it's going to be for killing. Um so this is the one of these that is going to be starring a villain, which is really interesting. Um and I'm curious what version of the character they're going to go with if we're going to like go into like one of the weird like Modoc worlds that has existed at different times where like, because there have been times where you've taken 
Modoc, and then there's like a whole. This is I remember specifically from Secret Wars a few years ago. They had like one land that was just all Modocs. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Like there was a Spider-Man <laughs> Modoc, so it's basically a giant head of Spider-Man with tiny little arms, and he could still swing around and stuff. Yeah. Oh my god! It was That's it's amazing. so ridiculous. Like, um, so Modoc's a fun character because he's so silly, and when you embrace the silliness, you get stuff like. Um, I specifically remember from um, the, uh, the, uh, the Gwenpool recently. Did, did you guys read Gwenpool? I didn't read it, and it's definitely on the list of, like, I definitely want to dive into that because so, it's such a cool idea. I highly recommend Gwenpool in general. Um, be, it, Gwenpool, not... Although it was, it was inspired by the whole Spider-Gwen train, nothing to do with Gwen Stacy. Gwen, this Gwen is somebody from our reality who gets trapped in comics... And knows comics like she, so she knows all of the tropes and who all oh, these wow. people are. What? Like she's a comic book reader who gets trapped inside the Marvel universe and uses those that knowledge to help her, like basically like become a mercenary. So she wants. So she has like a pink like Deadpool esque costume, but she's breaking the fourth wall constantly, like a la Deadpool. Thus, like thus Gwenpool. Yeah. Um, it's very fun, very silly. I wonder if that's on Marvel Unlimited. Uh, definitely some of them are. Yeah, nice. Um, I don't th- know the entire run, but at least a couple volumes oh that you God. can check out. Because it's been, it's been out for a while. But she interacts with MODOK at, at one point, like, because he, and he's like, he's got agents of MODOK where he's like, he has, he's like, he's basically a mercenary villain at that point. He's not working with, with AIM any longer. Right. Um, and he has like, he has like random little like superhero mercenaries that he sends out to do bidding and like for clients and stuff. Like he's for hire. You can hire the agents of Modoc. Um, so I would love to see that version. I think that could be a lot of fun. Uh, is there anything that you guys really want to see from this? What will inevitably be the most silly version of Modoc we've ever seen? I mean, I, I I would like the show to deal with superhero concepts and a reality, but I've always wondered about Modoc. Just some of his day to day, like are, like getting dressed, you know. <laughs> like I have to put socks on now. I, I, great, I want to see that, and I I think that when you're working on a character like Modok, you realize like, oh yeah, let's let's answer all those questions that people have had for I don't know sixty years ever since he was introduced. So that's what that's right where I'm starting from uh, with Modok. I'm just excited to see anything that they have because I really only remember him from the cartoons. And so I'm just wherever they want to go with it. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be but you're right, Christian. I would love to see this like I would I would love to see Modoc just trying to put on his underwear. Yeah. Look, be, I don't want to take it this far, but he's going to have to go to the bathroom at some point, right? I'm just going to say it, right? <laughs> that's what I was trying not to say. Hey, look, but look, it's that's, for adult content, yeah. so, I mean, they could show us something like Imagine Modoc in the stall next to you, you know? little help, you know? He just needs some <laughs> toilet paper, and you, yeah, so there's you so much to do. can't even see his legs. They're just <laughs> kicking on the toilet. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Still moving through this stuff. Let's talk about uh tigra and dazzler show the, kind of the, really excited the dazzler about marvel's dazzler and tigra show so i think like i feel like the f- the the fact that they called it show yeah implies something very specific like if that's the title and it's not because they didn't say untitled show yeah that they they they, they, they 
put that into the press release like that's the title that you're gonna get so i think we're getting dazzler and tigra doing like some kind of late night show oh it's especially because you have chelsea handler involved who's like her main like she's a comedian and like she's she's got a very distinct voice and like maybe that's what they're just going in that direction with these characters but you have two female leads in a show with chelsea handler as one of the creative voices behind it and you have the word show in your title how and you have Dazzler, who is a performer, like an right. X-Men who, uh, just for anybody who's not familiar with Dazzler, like, can control light and the, and uses it for, because she's a singer, and uses it to make amazing effects during her shows. Yes. When she was introduced, she was a disco superstar. Yes. What 70s. if it's a Dazzler gets a late night talk show produced by Tigra? <laughs> or she's the Paul Schaefer to Tigra, Tigra the host. You know, she's the house band. So that could be funny. I, yeah. I, but in my mind, I want to see Tigra, the the showrunner. I love that idea. <laughs> like, like she's got her hair up, she's wearing glasses, and she's just like really pouring over things. Uh, and then this show, the writer, you know, assigned to it, the the hands on is a woman named Erica Rivanoia, whom I've known for twenty years. And amongst her many many credits, she worked on South Park, uh, a few different stints. So that'll just tell you a little bit about the sensibility that uh, would come to this show. Uh, so. I'm liking this version of the Dazzler that they're showing, or of the Dazzler, of Dazzler that they're showing here. That's the Dazzler number one from a few months ago. That's so they, cool. Yeah, the, yeah, they've definitely, you gotta, there have been a few reinventions of Dazzler. I've seen a few, So, yeah, uh, I, yeah I think that this one's interesting. I actually bought that number one, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I like to see what they're doing. I always like to see what they're doing with Dazzler, because I always like the character. I'd really love to see uh, them hire some really strong musical talent for this show and give us like some new pop hits from Dazzler. Oh, that's a great idea. Like the way that we got, and this was like a fan thing, but they made uh, uh, Face It, somebody wrote Face It Tiger from the Spider-Gwen universe that like Gwen's band, the Mary Janes, formed. So you have this song that's from the comic book universe that you can just listen to. And it's, that's amazing. That was a fan thing, but it's so brilliant that like Marvel started tweeting it out because it was so good. I want that from Dazzler. I want to be listening. I want to have be queuing up Dazzler's hits on my iPhone. That's kind of what I thought when they, you know, the Dazzler and Tiger show that it was going to be like a musical thing. Oh, I totally thought that. What if it's like uh, (laughs) like a variety show? No, it's that. What if it's them on tour? Uh, Oh yeah. Or what if they're just you know they're they come to Hollywood to try and make it. You know, it's like early in her career. It's before she's Dazzler. But they're living oh. in a crappy apartment oh together, my God. going on auditions all the time. <laughs> Tiger's on the West Coast Avengers, but she needs a roommate because rents in L.A. are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Haw- so Hawkeye won't let her live at the compound, the West Coast Avengers compound. She's got to get a roommate. Oh my God! And her roommate is Dazzler, yeah. who's constantly going out on auditions. <laughs> oh my God! Whatever. Well, please, somebody take these. Let or like. I want to see all of these versions of the show. <laughs> so ridiculous. Start um, writing our own. Uh, please, yes, please. So that's a lot of fun. I'm, I am looking forward to what Tiger and Dazzler could do. But that's not even somehow. That's not the most ridiculous show in this list. No, any nope. one of those three could have taken the cake as most ridiculous show on, on not, a different announcement. Not until this one. But we're getting. <laughs> 
Hit Monkey, the series. <laughs> I seriously, when I saw Hit, because all of these names I've seen before, and I know the character, I at least somewhat know the character. When I saw Hit Monkey, I was like, "What the hell is Hit Monkey?" <laughs> I've, I've heard of Hit Monkey. Like I've seen the, the name pop up, but like I wasn't like, I, I mean, I can't claim to be a Hit Monkey fan, but I can tell you the origin story at least because I've read Please his do. origin story. Yeah. So the the uh, in 2009 they published like the, this like Hit Monkey origin story. Um, and uh, I still have to go read the whole like mini series that they they put out in 2010. But like the the origin, he um, there's an assassin, and he's being hunted down. And he's like a, just a kick ass like assassin, and he he's being hunted, and he runs into the into the Arctic mountains, and he's hiding, and he almost dies. But this little tribe of monkeys rescues him, and like puts him in their hot spring, and like nurses him back to life. Um, and he's like trying to regain his strength so he can go, but there's only one monkey in the group who doesn't trust this guy. Who's like this, he's trying to tell the other monkeys, I swear to God, this is real. Uh, he's trying to tell the other monkeys like this guy will bring, will bring the bad things. Like we, he needs to go. We have to get rid of him, but nobody else will listen. They're, they're good monkeys. They want to help this person who is stranded and dying. And the, assassin knows that there are people that are going to try to come to kill him because there's a huge bounty on his head. So he starts training in the snow, like building like, <laughs> like little men to like try chopping their heads off. And like, I, he doesn't have enough guns. So he has to like try, try Kung Fu. And the, the, the monkey who doesn't trust him watches him and learns a little bit about how to be an assassin. So when the, when people show up to kill the, to kill the original assassin and they do, and all the monkeys. And they kill all the monkeys. Yeah. In the process. But there's but that one monkey knows how to stop them. And he takes out all of the, the all of the killers <laughs> there because he just picks up guns and starts killing them. And then he takes the world uh, on a quest for revenge. And he goes and just kills assass like he's off to kill assassins. I guess. I that's the origin story of, of <laughs> Hit Monkey. That's so funny. That's going to be a TV show now, guys. <laughs> I That's the wait. universe we live in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, if that wasn't all fun enough, we are going to get a... That's all going to come together in one TV special. I imagine like a, a TV movie, probably like a two-hour thing. Yeah, that's, called, what I, that's what I got the impression I got. Called yeah. The Offenders. Yes. And this is not The Offenders from... Because there was an, there was a, there's a comic book offenders which is like Grandmaster and uh, Collector like having some kind of fight and like I think it was I forget which way it was I think it was Grandmaster who chose the Defenders as his team right so uh, and it was like Red Hulk versus Hulk is that the yeah, one yeah yeah exactly and um, so I, I think or was it I think it was was it the Collector that had the Defenders and the and then. Uh, the Grandmaster had formed the Offenders, which is basically just everybody's like counterpart villain. So you had like the Red Hulk, you had um, uh, I forget who was against Doctor Strange. You, oh, because like, um, it was the Silver Surfer, and you oh, had cool. yeah. Oh gosh, who was it against? People Doctor on the Strange other side of him. Uh, oh, Baron Mordo. It was Thank Baron you. Mordo <laughs> against Doctor Strange, and then you had um, you had Namor the Submariner on the Defenders, so you had like his big bad on the other side, uh, something with Shark. Either way, <laughs> all of that is irrelevant to this Offenders, yes. which will team up in some form: Modok, Hitmonkey, Tigra, Dazzler, and Howard the Duck. Thank God. 
And that's just from the title characters. Who yeah. knows what other characters are going to pop up in these character shows? Because it's animated, it's not in the Marvel the Marvel Cinematic Universe proper, which gives them reign to do anything. Right. They can do any storyline. They can do storylines that get erased. They can do storylines that don't intersect with anything. Well, it's like you, characters. you could do, like, uh, one of the things that I loved about during um, Zadarsky's Howard the Duck run is that he was able to interact with all these other characters. Like, his office, I think I said this before, but his office was next to She-Hulk. Do they work together ever? Yes, exactly. Oh, that's amazing. Because she's a lawyer and he's a private eye. Like, they work together. Yeah. It's just a natural thing. So when you have Jen, like, need Jen needs information for a case that she's working on, she hires Howard to do it. That's awesome. Um I want to see. I want to see that. Like one week, I want. I I want her to walk in and just be like, and like pound on the desk and be like, <laughs> Howard, I need you. <laughs> um, and when he's like, when he's like, ah, I'm not doing that. All of a sudden, she just lifts his desk up with one finger and is like, <laughs> I have a client that needs your help. Okay. <laughs> and you're able to have like a very funny She-Hulk as well because I mean there's a great John Byrne run of She-Hulk from the 80s which was like a, a where she was in a comic it was like constantly breaking the fourth wall it was like it, it was almost uh, comedic. So it's a character who you don't have to take that seriously because I mean her name is She-Hulk. So uh you know she you know she has a great history as an Avenger as a member of the Fantastic Four but if they were able to incorporate her, I definitely agree that I think her and Howard would actually be a great, a great team up. Yeah, well, the the Charles Sewell run, Sully, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, um, of She Hulk was mm-hmm. also very funny. That right. was from two thousand fourteen, I want to say, um, and I just confirmed it on my screen. But from two thousand fourteen, <laughs> that's also a great run. It's very funny. It's very like it's it's the fun part of like a superhero lawyer, and like it's very. Allie McBeal, which is oh which is the series that like honestly is I've always said is my dream series to write. If you're listening, Marvel, She is, Hulk has Allie McBeal. It, yes, okay. it's the Allie McBeal She Hulk series, dancing baby and all. Uh, we can skip the dancing baby okay. in favor of a dancing Howard the Duck. Oh, but, yes, absolutely. Perfect. But just I mean that like single female lawyer. It's She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yeah. I actually like that. Written as kind of like a sitcom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it, it, like, probably an hour long because, like, you still have, like, superheroics yeah. and stuff like that. But, like, funny, like, silly, but, like, still dealing with, like, relationships and things. Having to date and also fight crime at night and be a lawyer during the day. Yeah. How can one person <laughs> have all of that? It's impossible. <laughs> but if anyone can. It's She-Hulk. Um, ah. Uh, Actually, yeah, write that. Let's. That sounds awesome. I want to. <laughs> sounds I, awesome. I don't have the rights to Jennifer Walters' story. <laughs> Darn it. And somebody in the chat brought this up. It it, uh, it went away, so I'm actually not sure. That, but uh, does Universal have the rights to She-Hulk because they have the right to Hulk movies? Um, and this is an animated series, so that might you know, be different. That, but that's, that's it, The animated series is a completely different yeah. thing because they have done She-Hulk on an animated show a few years ago um, when they did uh, Agents of Smash. Oh, I've seen that. Yes. <laughs> Forgot about it. It wasn't um, really a fan, but it, I checked it out. Television is a separate licensing work because remember they were going to do Guillermo del Toro's Hulk show a few years ago. That oh, I, f- I yeah. would watch. That would have been great. Um, it's not happening, but it was in uh. development for a little while. Um, but the... So 
the the short answer yes the disney would would still have the rights for a television version especially an animated version of she hulk got it whether they can do a big screen version of yeah. or not i actually don't i don't know the answer to that question it's a little bit muddled with all of the the rights decisions and like how do you define hulk's the hulk list of characters and it's still muddy i'm sure that if they really wanted to they could figure it out but in lieu of that, we're getting Howard the Duck, and I hope that we can get other characters to pop up in there. Um, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm really excited. Like, I tell us in the chat, like, which one of these shows you think would be your favorite. Like, which one of these are you looking forward to the most? I want to know. I can see Zia's deep in thought on I which am. one. I am. It's either Howard the Duck or the... Um, Dazzler and Tigra show. Yeah, it's funny because I'm exactly the same Tigra. place. Like, I, I, look, Modoc's going to be good, and Hitmonkey is a fascinating idea that I don't know that much about. But uh, I just like the Dazzler character, and I love Howard the Duck. Just the idea for people to appreciate Howard the Duck. I, I, I it probably edges it out a little bit, but I, I do love Dazzler. So those two are definitely right at the top for me. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Real quick, let's talk about um, the. Uh, the Netflix series again. We we touched on this, but I want to like just get into it uh, just a little bit more. So Hulu has said that they are open to reviving Netflix's canceled shows, uh, meaning Daredevil, uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, presumably Jessica Jones and The Punisher. And The Defenders. And I was going to say, honestly, I would love to the see Defenders. The Defenders. Even though there's so many other storylines they could do with all of those characters, because there's been comics written about them for literally for so many. Um, I still think it'd be really fun to see more of The Defenders, because we only got one season of that, and it was short. And I love seeing them all work together. I think that that'd be really cool if they if they revived nothing else. I would be cool if they just did that. Well, I think if they were going to do any kind of revival, like say just in a in a in a dream world where we all get happily ever after, they decide to do all those shows for Hulu. That'd be a great way to sort of kick it off is with another Defenders, and then you go into Great. the individual stories. Yeah, and and to be clear, like when the this is a, the Hulu senior vice president of original content, yeah, was the one saying, and he never said like, oh, we're doing that, yeah. or we desperately we we absolutely want to do it. It was like, we have a good relationship with Marvel. We just announced this new deal. Like, that's going to be our top priority. That means that this gives them five Marvel shows that are airing, like, natively on the Hulu platform because you also have the Runaways. Right. Clearly, they have a, di- a relationship with Marvel and with Disney. They're, that relationship is going to become much more extreme in a couple months. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's natural that like these shows, I mean, we've been talking about this for months. Hulu is a place that makes sense for all of these shows to go in one form or another. Yeah. Um, and that's really it. Um, that's the news for this week. But I, as I said, I want to make sure that we have time to answer some questions. So Christian, has anybody sent in some questions for well, us? Well, people are sort of, uh, responding to some of the specific things that we're talking about. Cause I, I had, uh, oh, by the way, uh, Coy was in the chat and said hello to he Coy. Said, Congrats. Uh, Zach's killing it. And, uh, he also said that you know uh, that we are doing well as well. But he was really focused at you. Thank he was like Zach and everybody because he doesn't know us. That's fine. I was gonna say I don't know who this person. Yeah, is. He, yeah, he was on the Boy show until not that long everyone. ago. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Let me just start with this one. Aaron Johnson says I like the Howard the Duck idea, but it should be a PG tone. I think we all agree with that. So it appeals to everyone. 
Oh, okay, well, I guess maybe we don't agree with that. But I was gonna say, uh, what? It, it, it's so it's kind of like a direct reboot of the Lucas film, but focusing on Howard and Beverly. Um, I, well, I don't know that I need that. I think PG thirteen is the sweet spot for Howard the Duck. Like R rated, I would love it, but I can see them deciding like we don't need an R rated Howard the Duck. Let's let's just have it be a little bit gritty. Let's have it be funny. I mean, like have it be the sensibility of like a South Park or a Family Guy. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Here, so that I, here, I think that that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> um, here's the thing that I will say. Like when I, when we say adult, adult does not necessarily have to mean R rated. No. It's just about like what are the what are the things that you're going to be talking about? Right. Like, the tones of the show and you, the themes. Yeah. Are you just stopping bad guys from robbing a bank, or are you dealing with like Howard? Getting into a relationship now with Sexually Howard the Duck, I kind of want Tim to. I, I, that's the thing. Howard the Duck, I think, needs to have sexual innuendos, of course. Yes. and that how 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 direct how explicit those are is a is a fine line there. But I but I do think at the heart of the character, he is an an adult character. Yeah, yeah. I, like he doesn't need to use the f word left and right. I, I don't like if he does, that'll be funny. But I don't think I need that. You know, I think if it. If they feel like they can reach a wider audience, if it's, you know, adult themes, uh, you know, I, I, I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, just some other things that people are talking about in the chat, though, uh, and uh, Zia called my attention to this. <laughs> Joshua Wright says, I want a Dazzler rock opera. I want 100% agree. I mean, That'd be so cool. I, I definitely would like a rock opera, but honestly, if you think about Dazzler's music, it would sound a lot more like Mamma Mia. No, but she did rock, too. A little she, later. She, a little yeah, later, later yeah. but she still did it. When she cut her hair and put yeah. on the blue outfit, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, but back to the uh, Hulu shows. Uh, the uh, Gamer Girl says, I, too, hope for PG-13 because... She's sensitive and can't handle most R-rated stuff. So that's something legitimate to take into consideration. Yeah. yeah. Some people don't want that, you know? Yeah. I don't think you're going to get, if there's concern, I don't think you're going to get a violence R. No. Yeah, like, not that's like, what I'm thinking. I don't think what any of these shows are going to be a violence R. I don't think yeah. it's animated. Like, you're not going to get, but you're not going to have fountains of blood or Quentin Tarantino style. It's not going to be the are. spawn animated series. Like from HBO. South Park yeah. is it? Well, South Park might even be a little more extreme because they do tend to do that like kind of graphic stuff. It's they just going to be in that. Like it's for adults. It's, it gets into those, like those more, like it's not just going to be like, kid-friendly, simple no, story. it's going to be themes, I think, in language. We'll look see for, what does it. Like, probably look more like a, a something like Futurama for tone. Yeah, there you like, go. Futurama is an adult cartoon. It doesn't get into that R-rated territory, it, but it's very PG-13 because it does talk about sex. It has characters that are not nude on, like, in terms of, like, nudity, but they are naked on screen kind of things like that. Stuff you yeah. wouldn't see yeah. in a kid's cartoon. Uh, Entre Humane talking about uh, the Netflix shows ending up on Hulu says do a Defenders show that does three episode arcs where different heroes overlap a little bit. So instead of having all of them telling the same story, you can sort of have them cross paths. You're sort of like the the Marvel team up comics, you know, where it's like, oh, this week, uh, this issue, it's it's Spider-Man and Ms. Marvel. And then Spider-Man's still going after the same bad guy, but then it's, you know, Spider-Man and Iron Fist, you know? So it's like, you can have sort of a story that goes through and you just run into people. And then uh, uh, Eon001 says, I want a Defenders Anthology show. Each episode focuses on a different character. I think if you got that, you might as well, you know, order like five new shows. You know, yeah. I, I think just get the whole shows for them. But 
you know, maybe put your toe in the water and do like a Defenders anthology show, which uh, I, I could certainly understand. They all you know. come together at the yeah. end. Yeah, type that, of thing. I could see that too. Yeah, I know talking about the rights, I saw in the chat from DuckTales News, they asked, does Disney own Spider-Woman? And uh, Sony has the rights to Spider-Woman. She she falls in line with the Spider characters. Got it. They are going to be using her in Spider-Verse the spider spinoff and they're using multiples because there's several different spider so there's the I jessica said, drew I, i'm 70s. pretty sure when you when they ask about spider woman they're specifically asking about jessica drew right, sure. okay and so jessica drew is going to be in the spider verse spider gwen spinoff great um that's, that's already been announced like that movie is going to focus on uh gwen stacy spider woman um silk um uh cindy cindy moon um and and jessica drew spider woman which have what universe she comes from and like all that still determined. But so Sony does have the rights to Spider Woman. Um, so I don't think that Disney would be able to do an MCU version of it, of that character. Um, she does fall into the Sony sort of part of that universe. But if they, I mean, obviously they're working together. So if Disney really wanted Jessica Drew, I'm sure that they could work it out in, with the Spider Man deal. Uh, in terms of we were asking people which shows they're most excited about, Senor Nerd likes Howard the Duck, then Modoc. Uh, Eon 001 again, Hit Monkey, then Howard the Duck. Don't care about the others. <laughs> well, that, you'll be all right. I think the offenders will probably take you into consideration. And Gamer Girl says it's Modoc. I've loved him in the comics and the animated stuff and the video games he's been in. I mean, if you just visually were to look at all these characters, I think you'd be drawn to like, who is the giant head guy? I think it was yeah. I think it was Gamer Girl in the chat who said it's going to be Pinky in the Brain, oh my God. where he's still a villain, but he's like every week trying to like take over the world and failing. <laughs> that would be so great. Can you uh, can you imagine? Oh. What are we doing today? <laughs> uh, what are we doing today, Modoc? The same thing we do every day. <laughs> uh, who do you? Um, uh, oh, who would he? Who would he be with? Um, what's his name? The Leaper. <laughs> Oh, Batrock the Leaper? Batrock. I yes. imagine Batrock. Yeah, he would be perfect for any any series with a, a comedic slant. Uh, Batrock the Leaper would be perfect. What are we going to do today, Batrock? <laughs> the same thing we do. Uh, uh. I want to see it. Um, I, another one, so uh, another question um, from uh, from DuckTales News. That was from, tw- uh, from us on Twitter. Uh, do you think Disney will do a Hulk TV series? And do we think that Marvel, Netflix, could, or anyone could bring back Agent Carter? I saw that question, and like, you're going right yeah. to my heart with Agent Carter, just by saying the words out loud. Um, but uh, the Hulk TV series? No. Live um, action? Uh, I, th- that's all tied up in Universal. I don't think you're going to get any that. version yeah. of it. They, uh, Disney, I think, is going to, be making, get, is going to keep their main team, like the, the Avengers team, is going to be... unless. Unless we were to lose Hulk in Endgame, I don't think we're going to see a Hulk TV series. I think even if Bruce Banner were to somehow stay dead at the end of Endgame, I think a Hulk character would certainly crop up at some point, though. Yes. Yeah. Although, I, to be fair, um, like there's, they're asking about Disney+. Plus. Yeah. They're doing MCU stories, um, but I think they've been resistant to get to having Bruce Banner off on his own. Um, from what I've heard in the past, like they're, they're nervous about him. Like that's why they haven't done a Hulk movie, not just because of the universal thing, but because they don't really, I don't know. I think that they, they think of Hulk, uh, they think of Bruce Banner as a less is more type of character. Interesting. Okay. 
Yeah. Plus, I mean, we had what three seasons in the seventies of uh, Bill Bixby as the Hulk. What else do you need? That's plenty. Um, but I would love to see. Uh, I I would love to see Hulk versus Red Hulk. With, I would that love would to see that. Really Absolutely. Cool. Like yeah. with with Mark Ruffalo and um, what's his name that plays uh, plays him in the in the movies right now because he's still running around. Who yeah. pl- who, who plays uh, Colonel the uh, plays General. Um, General Talbot, oh. uh, not not Talbot, but um, in, in he's in Civil War, and then he we saw him yeah, briefly in Infinity War. Thund- like uh, what's the Thunderbolt actor's name? Thunderbolt Ross, but yeah. I was looking for the car- the actor's name. Um, it's- the guy with the mustache, but I it's uh, I I am definitely blanking on it. Yeah. Um, oh, it's William Hurt. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you're a great actor. I just forgot your name. Yeah, um, William Hurt's Thunderbolt Ross, like against Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, which yeah. they haven't really interacted yet. No, at all. No, Ed Norton interacted. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, but we haven't seen Thunderbolt Ross meet Mark meet Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, and if we could do a whole arc where he's Red Hulk, that would make a good movie. Yeah, I'd watch um, that movie. Or for it could sure. be a good four part miniseries. Or like, that. but the problem with that is uh, budgets. Definitely a budgets. Hulk, yeah. Hulk, anything Hulk is going to be major, major budget. Okay, that's going to unfortunately going to run us out of time. Oh, Agent Carter. And they're, they're pretty much not going to happen yeah. at hey, this point. I'll I'll be happy if they decide to do like an Agent Carter like TV movie. Yes, like, I would love I, if I they could do a TV movie to just wrap. Just one it more up, story but, with Peggy. But That's everything all, that yeah. I've read is it's not just not yeah. going to happen. I think you're right, um, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Marvel Movie News. Uh, we will be back every week, and we're going to try to be taking your questions like this at least uh, a couple every week, so that we can make sure that you guys get answer what you want to talk about. So keep sending in your questions to us, especially on Thursdays, because that's when it's easiest to track. And we'll figure out a way to, like, maybe keep track of all of them throughout the week. But, so we'll stay tuned for that. Um, until next week, Christian, why don't you tell people where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. And Zia and I on Sunday night over on our sister network, AfterBuzz TV, at 9 p.m. Pacific. We will talk about a lot of these same things, but we're going to spend a little bit more time telling you about each of these characters. And boy, do I have to read a lot about Hitmonkey. But uh, we will do that on Sunday night. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's X-I-A underscore land. I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. You can also catch me on my other podcast where we talk about ridiculous ships. So if it's Valentine's Day and you're looking for something romantic to talk about, <laughs> maybe you want to know what happens when Hawk, because this week's was what happens when Hawkeye dates Cupid. As in Aww, the mythological so being Cupid. <laughs> and we basically came up with a whole thing where post-Infinity War, they need to repopulate the Earth so Cupid enlists Hawkeye to help him shoot arrows at people and get them uh, <laughs> going. Um, <laughs> check that out on, on iTunes and, and, and uh, Spotify and all that places. Ships in the night. Uh, until next week, guys, this has been Marvel Movie News. Thanks for geeking out with us. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals. 